Fire Up and Shazam! And all would be right with the greatest game. from uh, California from their seventh album called The End. That is uh, Shlomo. Not the nicest of names in this uh, current political climate. Rock music is the tune. Before that, we had Hatchie. Hatchie, stay with me. Coming to us from Brisbane and her album due in June. Keepsake, not far down the track right now. But now it is time for... Plummeting brand value. The NRL has played its last card in the pack. It has launched Rugby League Season 2019 as a new era, yet the game has extinction written all over it. Lurid sex tapes, Cameron Smith refusing to retire, the Roosters as premiers, it's truly sickening. But history tells us that Rugby League has always been able to crawl back out of the primordial slime of its own making if someone utters two magic words. Fire up and Shazam! And all would be right with the greatest game of all. Well, no longer. The game has been blasted back to the Stone Age. And the two brontosauri that are Stephen Ferris and Chris Gale can't do anything about it. So welcome to New Fire Up, the new coke of rugby league radio. Welcome to a fire up involving 33% less talk, 33% less music and 67% less comedy. Welcome to a fire-up that has the go-forward of the Adelaide Rams. Welcome to New Fire-Up, the Jurassic Era. The mood was ruined just then. I mean, they were, I think, aiming for a higher point, a higher level of entry here, and Wayne's World comes in. What are you doing to me, Chris? It's fire up. Aren't we supposed to be elevating people's minds and trying to sell rugby league to an audience that doesn't really care for rugby league anymore? But, Stephen, history has proven yet again last night at ANZ Stadium that it is simply Wayne's World. And we are nothing but reporters of the reality that is rugby league, the reality that is modern Australian life. Oh, you mean the wily old fox Wayne Bennett? Oh, I'm certainly referring to the wily old fox Wayne Bennett. Right, the, okay. Can I use this? I've actually come up with a, a unique term for Wayne. Um, I've patented it. I've got mm. a design mm. registration. Just a like fire up the statement itself. Yeah, the phrase I, itself, yeah. I've come up with it. I call him Supercoach Bennett. Supercoach Bennett? That's got a ring to it. Not bad, eh? It's got a golden touch to it. I've been working on that for a while. That'll 
our coffee mugs and T-shirts. <laughs> Way to just. Now, Chris, for those that don't know, uh, rugby league is a very territorial, uh, in one sense, territorial can mean many things to many people. Tribal. You Tribal might say. is the word because it can come via family members, fathers, uncles, brothers, sisters, whatever. It can come from where you live and, and how you grew up. It comes from just from what, looking at the colours and going, I love those colours. I'm going to, I'm, I'm with the, the blue and white tribe, whatever that is, you know. It can be the name, the mascot, many, many things. And of course, Wayne Bennett has crossed tribes a few times. He has, he? though. I just saying, could any kid have ever fallen in love with the lime green of Canberra? That seems like an unlikely. You call it lime, do you? Yeah. Phlegm was the one they used to use. Phlegm green. Yeah, yeah. I've got a very bad cold green. <laughs> mucus green. Mucus green, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. I guess so. Slimy could. mucus yeah, green. Yeah, but no, Wayne, Wayne, has, Wayne has flown the colours yeah. of many organisations over his uh, tenure as the super coach. Right, okay. Let's just backpedal a little bit. Uh, of course, Brisbane Broncos, where he started. Well, he didn't really start there, where he had his first major success, six premierships. And then, of course, he decided new new territory, new pastures were his thing. Yeah, well, I mean, you've forgotten his uh, era when the Queensland Rugby League had nothing to do with the Sydney Rugby League, which That's was, right. let's face it, a beautiful time in life. Wasn't he with the Raiders for a while, with the Flem Green? He was actually an assistant coach for the Raiders. There is an argument that he has a share of the uh, coaching responsibilities of the 87 loss to the Manly Warringah Seagulls. Mm, but prior to that, I think he coached Souths, maybe, in the um, Queensland competition. And of course, he's coached... And uh, talk about loops. Great Britain. Great Britain. Yes. Yes. Has he done... Australia. 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 Queensland. Queensland, Polynesian, any any islanders? Has he done? Uh, not yet, but the not Cook yet. Islands are in talks. Okie dokie. But uh, yes, I think he came south uh, from Brisbane to, I don't know, I can't quite remember where he went after Brisbane. Chris, I can just remind you of an image of him walking down like the seas parting, the Red Sea parting, <laughs> uh, when St George knew that they'd won the premiership in 2010. Do I need to remind you about that? <laughs> and then, of course, he went to Newcastle, debacle. Well, you say that, but he got into the final four. Redfern Pats referred to the fact that he was involved in uh, capacity with the New Zealand World Cup tilt in 2008. That is true. Yeah, I think in an assistant capacity, an advisory capacity. But uh, You could say he's a gun for hire. Yeah. A yeah. whore. <laughs> you could use many terms, couldn't you, for somebody who has no allegiance to anybody? An independent contractor, An perhaps. independent contractor. I like that. I like that. Uh, and now, of course, the great drama this week, the soap opera that is rugby league. Pits one coach against another, one team against another, one state against another. South Sydney, Rabbitohs versus the Brisbane Broncos. Because they've swapped coaches. They did swap in the coaches, season, didn't they? Yes, they did. They actually started this season coaching the other side. And right. then they actually I'd technically like, have swapped this season. I'd like to go to the horse's mouth and pass the microphone to Redfern Pat for a second to see how an actual Rabbitoh fan feels about losing their, their great coach, their coach that was really like rising to the top. Coach of the year. Anthony Seabold. What, what, essentially, what's the emotion you're feeling, Pat? That's good. He seems like he's real happy. He doesn't seem happy often. And I don't know if it's because he's in my tribe now, but... Looks like he's happy. His tongue's working. Pat's happy. Wayne's happy. Souths are happy. Seebs isn't happy. Sydney's happy. That's a good... I think that sums it up, Chris. What do you reckon? It is... Because let's face it, no one ever believed Wayne Bennett at St George Illawarra. That was just a marriage of inconvenience. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, we've got a long, proud track record of being right behind the South Sydney Rabbitohs on this show, Stephen. Absolutely. And it just feels like a natural fit. The, yeah, I am Cardinal Myrtle since I don't know when. That's right. The grand old man, <laughs> you know, nestled in Redford. Apparently yeah. he's uh, been brought uh, very nice digs uh, over in Maroubra. Maroubra. John Sutton's made him an honorary bra boy. He's got the tattoo, my the, brother's the, keeper. I think he's got no regrets on the No regrets on the back. Oh, Fantastic. Yeah. And uh, he goes to have coffee with Sutto, and don't they have laughs in the morning? <laughs> don't they? You well, know? they're a similar age. So, yeah. so, and so they have a similar life experience, Stephen. And has he bought a coffee shop? <laughs> that really embeds you in the culture, doesn't it? That, in the territory. I tell you what, you, what is it? That, is it that guy, Jonathan Chancellor, who writes the real estate gossip column in the uh, Telegraph on the weekend? I'll no, be, no, it will, Chris. I'll, no, it will. I'll be pouring over.
over that in future uh, issues to see whether there's an right. announcement of uh, Barista Wayne because this must be the last stop on the on the on the roaring freight train, mustn't it be? Surely, Barista Wayne. Yes, he can't end up anywhere else. And what he? is it about? I suppose it's uh, given that the the roosters, the chooks, the entitled ones, have claimed the beaches from well, let's let's face it, you know, the harbour beaches of Vaucluse all the way straight down to half of Coogee, which is red and green and red, blue and white. We know that. But if you're going to be on the aspirational sort of ride, you know, Johnny Howard's battlers moving upwards and onwards. The, they call him the Prime Minister of Waterloo. Little Adam Reynolds now owns property in in Maroubra. Right. Apparently, right. allegedly. Right. Wayne's gone down there. Sato, is that where they go? Is that where they end up when they've got a bit of dough and they want a view of the water? The worry I have about that, though, the gentrification of Maroubra, yes. is it will be like the hegemony of eastern suburbs continuing. Just same thing. And same this thing. is why, and I think we raised this issue right. early on this season, and it continues in uh, Rugby League HQ at Moore Park to generate shockwaves. Yes. They will may well need to merge. Well, we've talked about the Minchins, the Sydney we? Roosters, yes, and the South Sydney Rabbitohs. What because a creature that will it's, be! It's impossible to distinguish the two tribes now, isn't it? Because they're yes. both affluent. Yes. Yep. Uh, they're both uh, east facing, east yes. looking. Yes. And I think similar attitudes. Similar attitudes. Arrogant. Yes. Despised by all others. Yes. And um, generally hated. <laughs> generally so it's, it's, hated. So, so it's a perfect merger. Now, let us get to the two coaches. The, co- the, the, the War of the Coaches. Uh, you know, everyone, everybody Games of Thrones. That's some TV show, apparently, yes? Yes, yes. It's yeah, big, very apparently. I tried, to, I tried to watch it on Monday night, but I couldn't see a thing. <laughs> the whole thing was just shrouded in darkness and smeared. It was oh. like it was like watching an impressionistic painting. Okay, this is an artistic statement you're making. Yes. Or they're making. Yes. Okay, yes. all right, okay. Yeah. Uh, it now, turns out I was, I was watching an impressionistic painting. I was on the wrong channel. But anyway. So you've got Anthony Seabold, you've got Wayne Bennett. Uh, they, are, they are, in a sense, there was a forcing of swapping. They were going a year earlier than committed because Anthony Seabold had signed a contract. Was it under the cloud of darkness? Was it a surreptitious move? Was it against the wishes of the fans of rugby league in South Sydney? Well, I tell you what, Sam Burgess wasn't happy about it. Right. You know, because Seabob was trying to build a culture. Yes. It was apparently a temporary culture. It was like a demountable. Right. It's like what dares coaches out of at Narrabeen. In, by its definition, culture takes time. It does. Mm. It does. Like yeah. You've got to, you know, cultivate it. If cultivate I can use, culture. If I, if I can use that word. Yes. And how does Seabob cultivate culture? What sort of techniques or methods do you think he... What sort of guy is he? Describe him to those out there that don't know much about Anthony Seabold. Okay, so he's a geek. He's a geek. All right. Uh, he's the type of guy... He's young. Yes. He goes to Harvard and does courses for kicks. Wow, just for right? fun. Yeah, he's very, very technologically centric. Wow. He's research-based. He's science-based. He's this sounds generational, Chris. Yeah, he's the he's the he's a millennial. He is the millennial coach. What's Dropbox, Chris? Uh, <laughs> dro- dro- Dropbox <laughs> is something that a DJ uses <laughs> when they're in a big build-up and then they right. Dropbox the song. Is that so, right? So, so in previous times, well, he's only been there a couple of years at South. Am I correct in saying? So? See, well, he lasted one year. Right, that's not much culture building, is That'd it? That'd be enough for me, though. Yeah, that would be. Enough. <laughs> I'd be gone. So, message will land in your Dropbox. Yes. You know, have to open it up and find a way. Do I have the app? I don't know. You know. So the players are the players are in with things, aren't they? They're cutting edge too, right? Correct. Right. Yeah. So um, training tactics. Yes, yes. Is, is is one thing. So it's not chisel. It's what uh, Ed Sheeran. No, was he not cutting edge enough? He's techno. Techno, is no, it? Okay. Because apparently the cerebral, and I'm quoting from the. Um, Master 5 episode piece done by Peter Bedell about the yeah. Bennett versus Broncos, the inside story. Yeah. Uh, the cerebral, university-educated Seabold has learned that high-octane beats help boost testosterone levels among male athletes at training. Right. 
Uh, professional sports team is America do it. So does Red Bull. Yeah, true. Yeah, or ice, Chris. <laughs> That'll get your testosterone moving and your, right. and your adrenaline and all, all the rest of it. That's right. Your endorphins will kick in. The yeah. whole bit will be great, you know. <laughs> but he's suggesting that this this would be anathema because if you're pumping the players up at rehearsal and it doesn't actually match game experience, well, unless the DJ, hello, is playing techno at the... When, Wayne turns around or Seabolt turns around and winks and we go, oh, that's a techno time, you know? Right. Like this, The Strings of Life, one of the initial groundbreaking tracks for the, the dance world. Yeah, you can see um, South trading to this? Rhythm is rhythm. Rhythm yeah. is rhythm. Rhythm is rhythm. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so that's the sort of stick he would use, but Wayne wasn't going to be part of that, was he? No, so, so this techno thing mm-hmm. uh, was a part of uh, Cerebral University Educator Seabolt's stuff, and he needed a, a vehicle. No. And, of course, it's well known that not only are they big, burly, chicken-eating brothers... The Burgi. The Burgi are also Burgi. excellent DJs. And then there's the mother and the sister, I, yeah. I think. They're all big. They're all, they love their chickens, right? Excellent DJs. And, excellent and, DJs. And if there's one thing the modern rugby league player understands is brand development. Right. So uh, I think you suggested dead mouse style. Well, exactly, because it, you, you mentioned Burgi. I didn't say which Burgi, and that's a vast family of DJs there, Correct. or potential DJs. So you would get to South's training, and yeah. there would be uh, at the decks, yeah. up in the stand there at Redfern, which is yes. there for all to see, there'd yes. be uh, a DJ yeah. blasting the techno, yes, yes. and they'd have a massive rabbit's head as oh, opposed to a I thought you were going to say chicken head. No, but well, that wouldn't work, would it? No, no. It's, sort of, it's not really on... I mean, though they eat a lot of chickens, they are rabbits. They eat a lot of chickens. So dead mice sounds sort of a mouse head, yeah. a rabbit yeah. head, wow. and DJ Burjai. Anyway, this it gets is confusing with with Easter time, I suppose, well, and also with Reggie the Rabbit. The, the, you know, the, the seldom talked about fourth Burgess brother Luke, yeah. who played about fifty games to the rabbits. Where's he been lately? Yeah, so yeah. you think he might be the he might be under the DJ, mask. DJ Burjai. Yep. Yes. So this is part of the cultural legacy Seabold uh, left the rabbits when he departed uh, oh. for climbs north. Yes. And you want to hear what happened when Wayne arrived? Tell us. So Wayne walks into training. Yes. And he goes, what the Michael Luck is that? The Michael Luck? <laughs> he, <Yeah>. goes, <laughs> he goes, get that shit off. And here's Bennett's theory. Yeah. It's 10 all in the last 10 minutes of semi-final between 40,000 fans. Yeah. It's unlikely if it's a South game. In front of 15,000 fans, your lungs burning. There's no techno to boost your hormones. No. And it was the first definitive point of difference, Bedell says. So you might be hearing this. Johnny Cash. Yeah, exactly. Man of Black. Man of Black. Because yeah, Wayne's a country guy. He's a country yeah, guy. He's, got a farm he's a jazz Warren. guy too, like Clint Eastwood, but maybe more country. Yeah. <laughs> he's a Queenslander. That's right. Come on. And let's face it, the DJs that you get at the NRL semi-finals, they're so old school. Those guys, they play. They no, play chisel, ancient. Chisel, 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 Dakar, Aussie beer in bar music. Come on, so guys. Th- th- there's no way that the DJ who's done any of the NRL grand finals has any idea what techno is, no. let alone house, no, no, or no. grime, Deep or house. garage, or no, dumpster. Garage, no. <laughs> dumpster. What the hell? What about Skrillex? Oh, eh? Talk about yesterday's hero. <laughs> yesterday's hero. Time moves very fast, Chris, in the world of music. You know that? <laughs> <laughs> so we have a uh, – it's a, it's a split uh, duo sort of culture thing happening. Wayne comes down, takes over the Rabbitohs. The Rabbitohs are all smiling. They're laughing. They're having fun. The Prime Minister of Waterloo, little Adam Reynolds, had a field day. Now, last night, what was the score, Chris? What happened? Tell well, I us. Think it, I think it's I'm, – I'm A million to one? 38 to 6 or something like to that. 38 to 6 yeah. against – the Brisbane Broncos. So yeah. Seabell's, what, he's got a week to go before his contract's been well, torn up? Well, you know, he's got a five-year deal. Right. It, it might be a little bit short. Is it worth hearing what the two coaches had to say about each other to sort of put a line under this? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Okay, let's have a listen. Again, I'm not sure what you want me to say, mate. I've spoken to a lot of the, a lot of the yes. players since then. I'm not sure if you're looking for a story or not, mate. I don't really know Wayne that, that well personally, but I've got no... You know, I wish him all the best. And um, what he did for this club is 
is second to none. So, are you are you angry to be sacked for the first time in your career, mate? Well, that was the only thing in my career that I was kind of missing. <laughs> so I was deep down, I was happy. Got another job next day and got on with life. That's all I learned. What about Anthony Seabold? How's your relationship? With I've never had one before and I haven't got one now, so nothing's changed there. Are you happy to have one going forward? Not really. It doesn't interest me. If it happens, it happens. What about when you were a mentor? Back in days. I don't think I was a mentor of his at that time. I didn't play in the first grade squad. And... Man, he's a funny man, that Wayne Bennett, isn't he? He's what, dry. How dry? What, 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 well, he's Sahara He's dry Desert as the gully, dry. isn't he? You dry know? as the goby. I mean, <laughs> we, we've established that South Sydney is the new epicentre of Australian comedy. I mean, a couple of weeks ago, yeah. we uh, heard GI's stand-up routine upon his retirement. And now yeah. we've got Wayne doing yes. zingers left, right and centre. So he, if you were going to paint the, the differences in humour, Chris, uh, would you say, well, obviously there's an old and a new thing. You'd go back to, to American television, sure. Some of those dry, but Bob Hope was dry. Hope, Milton Berle. Milton Berle, yeah. You know, maybe Bob Newhart Bob was Newhart. Dare I say not, Lenny Bruce? Not quite laughing. Lenny Bruce is a bit blue. Yes. You know, well, I think uh, Wayne's, you know, he's, he's got a bit of form there, the big little Wayne thing. Oh, uh, okay. Stephen Wright. Well, it's dry. St- Stephen Wright, America's Elliot Goblet, I would Elliot say. Elliot Goblet. <laughs> it's a very, very deadpan, Stephen. Deadpan drops some and but, just... But funny. But very funny. Like Wayne last week was asked, you know, what about the upcoming fixture? And he goes, with, you know, obviously the big, you know, yeah. the Broncos have done yeah. him over and they're playing the Broncos. He goes, yeah. I don't know who we're playing. I'll have to go have a look at my diary. Because, Chris, that is funny because in this day and age, you can't be funny really anymore unless you're just an old school dry bastard because, let's face it, nothing can be taken fun of anymore. But there is there's no, not... There's no piss taking allowed. The trouble is, Stephen, mm-hmm. that every human characteristic that's ever existed Nationality, or been created... religion, body size, yep. hair, gender, sexuality, a- a- everything. everything. A- someone has it. Someone has it. And therefore, if you, you can't make fun pick of on it, them. No. you're making fun of that person. Of course you are. And you cannot make fun of people, Regardless Stephen. Regardless of whether it's 0.001% of the population or half the population. I, and I support this. Oh, me too. Like Because like that... The, the, the number of people who suffered under the tyrannical rule of the Bob Hopes and the Elliot Goblets of the this world. The tyrannical rule of the old bastards. Thank heavens for the new breed of comedians Christmas. who, let's face it, are not funny. And these old bastards, white male, can I say that? <laughs> you certainly uh, can. I Almost mean, exclusively. Yeah, and Roseanne, unfortunately, was squashed in the middle of this generational change. Joan Rivers, she was like one shining beacon. <laughs> one and, you know. shining beacon, yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> Tina Fey, we tip your hat, we tip our hat, you know. We, Amy Schumer. Amy Schumer. We'll have you here, Rugby League, don't please. Don't like Amy Schumer. I love Amy Poehler, but I don't Amy like Poehler, <laughs> Yes, Amy and Tina, please. But who would you say Anthony Selbott, if he was a comedian, who would he be the closest to? Rove McManus. Rove. Now, how funny is Rove? Uh, what about Hannah Gadsby? She's, well, a, she's she, got a finger on the pulse. Well, Hannah has said if you go to her upcoming show, yeah. you'll find but, out that uh, jokes is not the only piece of armoury that a comedian has the in the only. quiver. And she will deliver in spades. In There'll spades. be no jokes. No jokes. There'll be no humour. <laughs> but it'll be a comedy show. Tom, Tom Ballard. Well. How funny is Tom Ballard? Well, uh, uh, my well, sides, they're split. Split. Yeah, that's Seebs. <laughs> we look cerebral and university educated. Funniest joke in the world. Don't go near him, right? <laughs> Otherwise, you, you might be dead. S- right now, s- can I say that I think Seabold is playing a grand joke on all of us? Yes. Because he's been able to go in, secure a five-year de- deal with the richest organisation in rugby league, yes. and piloted them to a two and six record. Yes. This is the funniest that is thing hilarious. I've ever heard. I know. I know. Uh, <laughs> gee whiz, business not laughing. Darius Boyd wasn't laughing. Darius Boyd, of course, who is uh, the boy who would be the son of uh, Wayne Bennett and. Went everywhere except now, yeah. and of course now that he's not following, in tatters, he's in tears. He, he can't even move his legs. Last night he was slapping the grass, the grass in frustration yeah. when he missed, you know, the one of many many tries as fullback. He's he's no good. Is our Darius? Dare I say, Brandy Alexander style? Here's a player who may have played one season too many. But um, kudos to uh, Darius. It's been an interesting and uh, dare I say. Uh, 
um, complicated journey, mm-hmm. but 300 games, mm-hmm. that's an achievement. Mm-hmm. Uh, you would have loved to have been able to go, you know, as Freddie Fitler said, we wouldn't have been great to ring Wayne Friday morning and say, well, we gave it to you last night, old wouldn't fella. Great, yeah. Fortunately, he couldn't. He's in tears. <laughs> uh, I'm assuming there's a testimonial dinner coming soon for our Darius. I, uh, well, some sort of tribute farewell, some sort of fundraiser, Stephen, some sort of caring is, and sharing entity. If there is, yep. you'll come as my guest. Wonderful. And you, talk about funny man, Nathan Brown, one of the funniest coaches in rugby league, uh, was reminded by Redfern Pat this morning that he did say, his wife said to him, uh, you may love rugby league, but rugby league often doesn't love you. And it, that is the truth, isn't it, Chris? Is that a variation of... I'd- I don't really like rugby league, but I love fire up or something like that. Not really, Chris. <laughs> no. It's just a, it's a cruel mistress. What mistress isn't cruel, though, Stephen, ultimately? <laughs> isn't that the point of ever, a mistress? Is, 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 is there such a thing as a nice mistress? Okay. Now, is there a case of, and of course, Nathan Brown was famous for referencing Little Wayne as opposed to Big Wayne. Yep. And then, of course, had to apologise because you can't say jokes like that, can no, you? No, no, because that's a characteristic. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and, and, Wayne and, was thinking through the little head, not the big head, that's right? That's right. And. and a reasonable proportion of the population has that characteristic. They do. Yeah. They've made declining, fatal mistakes. Declining proportion. Declining. But still. Learning on the job, Chris. <laughs> learning on the job. And uh, dare I suggest that perhaps uh, Wayne, he doesn't need to do therapy or you know, psychoanalysis, but the, the reconciliation between Little Wayne and Big Wayne has happened finally. Yeah, in, in Maroubra. Maroubra. Which is a relaxed, it's the seaside atmosphere. It was no good up at Brisbane. By the way, Wayne was no chance of staying at Brisbane, Stephen, because they, rec- they recruited the coaches using yes. psychometric testing. Right. An, an organisation called Hogan Assessments. Wow. And of course, Hogan Seabol, Assessments, that's a Seabol joke. Seabold being cerebral sailed through. And, and the, with the pitch came down to this to the Brisbane Broncos, and yes. I just love this because Wayne represents the old guard. He represents people, let's face it, in their 60s. I can't imagine what it'd be like to be in your 60s, Stephen. It must be a very, very <laughs> unusual. Foreign land, Chris. Foreign time. land. Seabold, the new thing. Seabold walks in, in-depth analysis, charts up the wazoo PowerPoints, yes. right? What's Wayne? a drone, Chris? <laughs> yeah, that's right. All the technology. Chirogenic yeah. Chambers are like wow. Des Hasler. Yeah, yeah. Twitter? Yeah. Does he use Twitter? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Wayne comes in, who doesn't use email, so he no. couldn't do the psychometric no. test. No. And he just goes, I'm the greatest coach in history. Yeah. And we know which way the Broncos went, and it's a victory for the old guard. Wayne Indeed. is back, Stephen. Wayne is back. And, Chris, uh, finally, uh, it was a great tribute last night. The game with South Sydney beat this business. Great tribute to it one was. of Australia's right. greatest men. It wasn't just the coach versus no, coach, No, no, no. It? it was a major, major tribute. And there were many, many actions done. Uh, I don't know what the noise of the animal, the goanna, makes. Is it a click-click or a... <laughs> But there was plenty of that stuff going on on the field. I think it's both, both? simultaneously. That's the skill they're going on. You, you, you saw Cody Walker do it. Yes. You saw Adam Reynolds, the, the Prime Minister of, of Waterloo. Waterloo. Yes. And towards the end, even the ageing campaigner, John Sutto. Yes. He had a crack at it, all yeah. paying tribute to a great Australian, a great member of the rugby league community. Kerry Packer, we, we salute you. And everywhere we go, we had 25,000 people in New York City. I asked them, are you fired up? And they were all fired up. And I asked them, are you ready to go? And they're all ready to go. Operating. When I'm rocking the table while he's operating yeah. You waited as long to stop 
captivating Cause I'm back, I'm on the rag and ovulating I know that you got a job, Miss Cheney But your husband's heart problem's complicating So the FCC won't let me be Or let me be me, so let me see They try to shut me down on MTV But it feels so empty without me, so I've been covering football for four decades And I do not understand it What was that, Chris? <laughs> Who Buzz was Roth, that? Well, editor, sports editor at large. large no actual yeah. desk down at News Corporation. The man or whatever who it's has the official keys to the cover to the band that says rugby league in crisis or club in crisis and can put up when he feels it's right. Philip Buzz Rothfield. Philip, he's got a name. Yes. Buzz Rothfield. Yeah. Now, traditionally the crankiest man, the unhappiest man in rugby league. But, I mean, you look at his face and the kiddies run. <laughs> they don't want him being Santa Claus, giving no. him Christmas presents. They don't want no, that sort of stuff. He's a hybrid of the Grinch and the child snatcher from Chitty yes. Chitty Bang Bang. Is basically. the glass half full, Buzz, or half <laughs> well, empty? It's half empty, of that's course. That's what we love about Buzz. I mean, it, was he was he ever at his finest? And pretty much literally 12 months ago, yeah. where he tweeted on the back of the crackdown, the penalty thing, because it's mm. about a year since greatest moment of my life in rugby league, Stephen, which was when Cameron Smith got Simbin in the 30 penalty game down at. Well, what's that oh, Not when you got need in the testicles. No, well, that's no. your personal highlight. That's my personal so many. highlight. Yes. Yes. So many. So many. Imagine many, the yeah. testimonial that's video. That's my testimonial video. Yeah. His 16th testimonial this year. Imagine the highlights video will go on for hours, the sin yes. binning, the testicles. But so, um, Buzz uh, said, I think rugby league is a shit game on Twitter. A shit game, and, yeah, yeah. And, 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 and shockwaves. And he's a writer. He's a writer. A Shakespearean style. Very much so. Blooded like, in the old school. Yeah, Pulitzer stuff. Shit school. Shit, yeah, 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 no good. And and the shockwaves reverberated around oh, rugby man, league. Yeah. And, and we've seen the evidence is that the crackdown is gone. We've got the anti-crackdown. That was all due to Buzz being negative, yes. carping, and yes. critical. And that's what we want. Because Buzz is a loner. He's on his own. He, he goes to the mountaintop not, of rugby league. Not by choice. But not anyway. by choice. And he takes you know the, 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 the wisdom from the oracle, brings it back, and says what we don't want to hear. But suddenly, within a year, Buzz has changed. I mean... Here we were, Chris, banging on about the worldwide epidemic, the problem of uh, abuse of opioids. Documentaries and, on last night, Stephen. Absolutely. You know, and we were t- last week we were just warning about the, the green whistle, the dangers of the green whistle. Are you... You're not inferring. I'm suggesting that perhaps... Uh, well, this could be a chemical change with Buzz. I don't know the facts. I, don't, I haven't spoken to his doctor. But there's something ridiculously... <laughs> he's changed. He's a different man, isn't he? You're, you're, you are inferring. And you're not... You're not I don't know. You're not even alleging. Not even alleging. You just, you're just, it's just the, I'm the not implication that buzzes on the green whistle. It's in my gut, Chris. It, feels, it just feels happier. Do you know what I'm saying? And I know people who go from being sad to happy, antidepressants and all those sort of things, anti-anxieties, and, and God love them, you know, like whatever it takes to make you happy. And I think Buzz, I'm glad he's happy. Look, you know... And look, I, I blame Bondi Rescue. Well, well, the started there... They sell that stuff every and, week. And then the rugby league, let's face it, the rugby league's got to get their revenue streams from somewhere, somewhere. because it's going to, the media company stuff is going to dry up dry pretty up, yeah, soon. Yeah, yeah, the Murdoch should be fleeing like buggery and, you know... Recent incidences like Nene McDonald's injury, uh, Aidan Guerra's, and they're oh. seen on the green whistle and smiling. Yes. Thumbs the, up to the camera. Right. And, and, and the camera's lingering on these shots. I yeah. would have thought, like, they certainly don't ever televise streakers to encourage that behaviour. No, they don't. I think they're lingering on the green whistle because kitties are going, mm-hmm. well, you know, what, what's going on there? That looks like a bit of fun. So you snap your ankle, both bones, and yep. it's, it's hanging at a 45 degree and the green whistle gets run on and everyone sees the green whistle. The kids go, woohoo, the green whistle's coming. It's, you know, Simpson-esque, dare I say. And suddenly they're smiling and beaming at the camera. Yeah. And Bondi Rescue. Oh, I got blue bottles. Ah, 
Green Whistle. Oh, so and buzzer be can around. Can I give you all stuff. my money? That sort of thing, you know. And, and I don't know. I'm not suggesting the rugby league has some sort of investment in the Green oh. Whistle. But if you read Buzz's column last week, going, yeah. I've fallen back in love with rugby league. One year to the day that it was shit, he's now fallen back in love, and it's a glorious thing. How glorious is it, Chris? What did he talk about? Well, he talked about, for example, how great it was at Bankwest Stadium. Yes. Like as well, we said, coffee. All, <laughs> well, all we needed was a stadium to save rugby league. Yes. That was the only thing that we. That's that all was we going needed. Wrong. And and look, I, I dare I suggest that uh, Allianz. I'm not going to say what nation, what city it looks like. No, I no, wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't I, go I there. Call it, I call it a moonscape. No, a moonscape. <laughs> but, 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 but you might get some critics from people who live the, on the moon. The back of Syria, can I say that? No, you can't. No. Oh, can you I can't. say somewhere somewhere that's been decimated in Africa by a warlord? You can, you can say it looks like a scene out of a Marvel movie. Because mar- that's just oh, fiction. Oh, they destroy yeah. destruction. But okay, like, so Bankwest has been the saviour of rugby league. That's right. right. Buzz was there and he said it was so much bonhomie at Bankwest Stadium that even... Uh, Andrew Moore, who's yeah. been very public about his issues of Ray Hadley... Being bullied. Yes, was yeah. shaking hands. They right? were shaking hands in friendship? Yeah, and Buzz reported it dutifully. Oh. Andrew Moore's got a different view of it, if I can just quickly quote please, from Please, please digress. Uh, mate, I'm filthy about this. <laughs> I was contemplating how to use the coffee machine. First of all, can't they spring for a barista... Yeah, a guy in an apron and a beard, you know, and the, a pigtail the, the, the maybe. The idea of journos, you know, we've had Andrew Webster Making on this show. Coffee. Webby having to make his own coffee upsets me. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard, hi, Andrew, mm-hmm. turned around and was stunned to see Hadley with his hand reaching for mine, so technically I did shake it. It's like you so, panic. So what Moore needs to understand is the techniques of Gus Gould. You turn before the hand comes to you. Correct. Right? Correct. You don't be, the don't be a sucker. There's got to be a name like getting catfish. There's got to be a name for being caught in the handshake you don't want. It's called playing eyes up citizenry in the same way you play eyes up football. You right. get your eyes up before you get the hand out. Okay. Um, Chris, how are the toilets? Well, can I just uh, Sorry, finish I'm jumping on. the gun here. Clearly, uh, Hadley did report it to Rothfield. He asked me how I was and in the most awkward 60 seconds of my life. He tried to help me using the coffee machine before disappearing. Oh. And it pops up in Happy Buzz's column. And happy buzz. Yeah. You tell me how the, the restroom facilities were at Bankwest. I don't know, but I'm assuming there were probably um, Dyson dryers. Buzz loved them. You know Carpet. why? Do you know why? Coffee. TV screens in the yes. toilet so yes. you could watch the game whilst you're going about your business. And probably somebody with a towel. Terrific. 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 On just, your got, way out. just got to tip him a dollar. That's all. That's all. Yeah. He's also been, he's been having uh, lunch at the Century with right. the likes of uh, Dave Trodden from New yeah. South Wales Rugby League has been the on tail. the show. Uh, the big man, Daryl Broman. Wow. You know, wow. Dim Sims, the whole bit. Yes, yes. Uh, Steepest steps in the whole country, <laughs> in the whole world. He's having the time of his, his life. life. Right. But we blame it on the green whistle, Chris. We blame it on the green whistle and you'll never mm. find Gus Gould on the green whistle, will you? Right, right. And now it's time for the latest instalment of The Life and Times of Gus Gould. Social media can be a good thing at times. No, it's an evil, <laughs> disgusting <laughs> cesspool. Have you been tweeting lately? No, you're, no you're I've off been the off Twitter sphere. You're social media for ages. That's right. Kick off. Dan's nodding. He's saying, Dan's saying, Dan's get back on get social. Back, yeah. Why do you want me back on he social wants, media? Eh? He loves. Yeah. You love it. He loves social media. Yeah. Seeing your face there. Only old yeah. people are on Twitter now, aren't they? What's the modern old one? What's the modern one now? Instagrams and Snapchat. Snap, yeah. oh, Snapchat. Yeah. A bit young, old for Snapchat. Yeah. Anyway, let's not go there. Uh, yeah, the only... no, no. I've seen enough. <laughs> I bet you I've have. Seen enough Snapchat. I believe that. And that was the latest instalment of the life and times of Gus Gould. Oh, I, I can't get enough up, Snapchat. Fire up. <laughs> Hello, Gus. Well, 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 Chris. Uh, what do you make of that uh, trolling on Twitter? 
It's yeah. a dangerous, dangerous territory. The social media world. Social media is extremely dangerous, Stephen. Mm-hmm. There's been a lot of press uh, lately about you know how Nathan Brown, who's um, been such a guy, mm-hmm. having to protect Kalen Ponga because of the fierce criticism of his performance as a five eight or a number six for the Newcastle Knights. Mm-hmm. And it was interesting to see that Chad Townsend from the Cronulla Sharks has come up with solutions, Stephen. Really, in defence of. Yeah, he he was at a seminar with the then CEO of Twitter Australia. Wow, and, he's got he's he's got con- uh, contacts. He's mover and shaker. Absolutely, and yeah. he said that there's a, he was. Um, let it let in on a little bit of a secret. There's Did he get an electric car from Elon <laughs> at the same time, well, just well, for the hell of it? While Musk was in the ascendancy, and the brand new you know AirPods from um, Tim. He got a, he got a, he got a discount on a future uh, ride on SpaceX. Yeah, and, oh. and you know there's there's Gus going. I don't know. You understand? Well, how does this Snapchat machine work? You know, and, <laughs> and, and Chad's right. right ahead of the game there. Meanwhile, Wayne's winning games. He's not even on email. Yes, exactly. Uh, and Chad goes, "You use a tool on Twitter, and you can block words, and you won't see the tweet. Only the person who writes the post will see it. Oh. So the words that Chad Townsend has." Blocked on his Twitter. Mm-hmm. Michael Luck. Yes. Uh, there's no other way to say it. The C word. Yes. Um, no, no Carmichael Hunt. Carmichael Hunt. Yes, Thank you very yes, much. That's yeah. the way to say it. Yeah. Dumb. Dumb. Idiot. Idiot. Kick. Kick. Pass. Wow. Cronulla. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fafita's haircut. Right, yeah. Dugan. Yeah. Dugan glass jaw. <laughs> That's yeah. right. There's many words you can find out. So you, what you do is you customise and make it boutique for your purposes. And then you can use Twitter to do what all modern rugby league players should do with Twitter, mm. and that is develop their personal brand. Their personal brand. So there they can become baristas and have a coffee uh, brand later and, and, and an empire ensues, Chris. It seems magical to me, Stephen. Okay. Uh, listen, Chris, uh, next week is Magic Round. Let's come back and talk about that, shall we? Here on FBI. Fire it up! Fire up! Ready to go! Fire it up! Ready to go! Fire it up! Ready to go! Let's go change the world. Thank you, everybody. Who who wants ice cream? Come get it. Magic round coming up, and that's a brand new thing. And the kids are excited, and the grandparents are happy. And uh, the green whistle will be there, and it'll be snowing, it'll be sunny, it'll be pretty. There'll be unicorns, rainbows. The whole thing. Magic round is a glorious weekend ahead of us for rugby league next weekend. Tell us all about it. Well, it's the biggest uh, day on the Queensland agenda. It's bigger than the Royal Show at the Gabba. It's certainly bigger than big sound, bigger than big sound. Yeah, anything that they cough up there, you know, is bigger. 
the big animals. They have the big lobsters, the big whatever. Big pineapple. Big pineapples, all of that stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and it's a concept that we've nicked uh, lock, stock and barrel from the English Super League. So that just says the innovation that's going on down at Moore Park from the NRL, like none. What they don't know, Chris, won't yeah. hurt them. They haven't thought it through, Stephen. First of all, we won't be on next week. Right. Why won't we be on next week? Well, because I'll be playing tunes at uh, Magic Round. Because I'm Mr. Magic. Right. <laughs> the, the Magic DJ Master. Mr. Magic. <laughs> Mr. Magic. Who needs a rabbit's head? Eh? And so or that, a mouse head? The, 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 for those unfamiliar with the format, across the four days of Rugby League, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, they will be playing eight NRL games all at Suncor Stadium, a.k.a. Lang Park. Sixteen teams running right. In Fortitude Valley, Chris, is your picture you're painting. On Friday night, it is going to be chaos down in the valley, Steve. How many players would that amount to? About 400, I think. I just pulled that number out of the top of my head. Yes. Um, But, Stephen, have you thought it through that there are eight home games? Um, Let's say, yeah, even though it's the Broncos home and even that guy's not getting a gig or girl's getting a gig. There are eight home ground DJs who rely on their income yes. providing entertainment during the games. Mm-hmm. They've got to feed families. Are you telling me they're cursing my good name? You've taken their job for the week. Wow. I mean, have you... I never thought uh, it. I, I mean, think that through. You are, and you're taking the coin from the man, yeah. a.k.a. Todd Greenberg, and yeah. I just... I haven't said this at all yet this season, Stephen. Yeah. No. just want to send... Very best wishes to Mr. Greenberg, Mr. Greenberg and his family. His family, yeah. And anybody related yeah. and close to him, yes. It, it, I think it's a disaster waiting to happen. You're going to have a lot of disgruntled DJs forming a cabal yes. that will storm Suncourt. Yes. You're going to have a bunch of players getting on it down at Fortitude Valley, losing yeah. and focus. You, and you're telling me that's going to hurt the ratings, Chris? Yeah. And it's, well, the ratings are up. Up. You know, Chris, surprisingly. Drama. Ratings Despite up. Despite all the evidence given by the NRL. Chris, when did fire up start? 2005. I know you weren't right at the beginning, but the point is we have been rabbiting on and banging on about this for years. That as soon as there's a scandal, the ratings go up, correct? Right. Yeah. So, so, okay, I actually I, I give my credit now to Mr. Greenberg and yes. him and his family. Yes. They, they are deliberately creating this crucible <laughs> of high octane yes. energy in Brisbane. Young men and together. It's Queensland. Let's yeah. face it, it's the Wild West. It is going I, to go ballistic. I know it's the southern end of it. They don't call it deep north for nothing, Chris. Now, they do things differently in Queensland. You know that. We know that. That's sure why we're all going there. Steven. And that's why everybody else wants to get up there as fast as they can. You know, the Gold Coast is fine. Sunshine Coast is fine. Whit Sunday is good. But Brisbane, let's get right into the thick of it in Fortitude Valley on our post-game experience. It's, it's an extraordinary thing. And, Chris, look... I don't know. You're heading up there, right? Get a bit of magic into you. 100%. Yeah, Olivia's invited you. That's right. I mean, normally I'd be night. here flying the flag for fire up, Stephen, but I can't resist this opportunity. Yeah. Did you know that every time they score a try or a goal, Olivia Newton-John will run out and sing? That is tremendous. It's amazing, isn't it? How you know? wonderful is that? With fireworks. Yeah. I, I would have thought that she might have come out astride the Broncos steed for the day, actually yes. ride out onto the park and yes. sing. Or will so, it always just be magic or will she do the whole canon? Who was the other young singer, the young kitty that took the role of uh, Olivia? <laughs> I, I want to say Nikki Webster at the Olympics, but that's not what you're talking <laughs> no. about, is it? Oh, in young... the, in the, in the, oh Delta. Uh, yeah, Delta. If if Olivia gets a little tired, Delta will run out. And will you get the whole canon, honestly? I love you, Xanadu. The, yes. Uh, yeah. um, other physical? Physical? <laughs> How could she not do physical? That'll be like when the you know, the big uh, uh, Titans pack comes on. Let's Great get physical. I'm wrong, but Olivia's a Queenslander, isn't she? As far as I'm As far aware. as I know. Like the Bee Gees, <laughs> right? Queenslander. born in England, but you know. <laughs> 
Now, Chris, no, no, no. The home and hose Aussies, don't you worry. They're also Australian. Now, you may recall, of course, that uh, sometimes when uh, Queenslanders that play rugby league uh, finish their career, they go a little wobbly. Yes, they do. Uh, we remember the brick with eyes joined the Clive Palmer party. If that, I mean, that just says illness straight off the bat. It says mental mental problems, issues. Well, you know. Lazo got out. And Lazo got out. And his time, Dishhead Dowling's got in. Well, you, you might not know that Clive Palmer has a uh, an affirmative action policy that at least one rugby league player has to be part of his team. Oh, that's fantastic yeah, news. So, yeah, it is, isn't it? So uh, when, uh, when, when Glenn went out, you know, the brick with eyes, in came... Greg Dishhead Dowling. Greg Dishhead Dowling. I don't know what his policies are, Chris. Well, I mean, it's a surprise that you don't because every time I turn the television on, I'm seeing an ad from Clive and the United Australia Party, Stephen. Chris, bright yellow is all that matters. Bright <laughs> That's right, it's very yellow. Attractive. Yes, it yes. makes me feel positive. 30 million bucks of positivity. Uh, you also might have seen the news on a current affair. I think he was grilled. Andrew G, one of the greats who came into a bit of questioning recently about, you know, where was the money? Who had the money? Where's the money gone? That sort of thing. Um. Andrew G was both a cat and a grub. He was. Does that make him a cub? <laughs> a cub, a new I mean, creature, some I sort tell of you hybrid. What, 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 what t-shirt was he seen wearing? Well, okay, so he was he was tracked along with uh, was it Current Affair or one of those TV shows? You know, Tracy Grimshaw, and uh, he's got a company called Australian Modular Homes, which means they might go up, they might not go up, and in most cases they don't go up, but the money comes in. <laughs> uh, he's also got G Autos, <laughs> and he was followed by the ACA wearing. Uh, a strike and destroy T-shirt. Right. It's so very Queensland, isn't right. it? Right. Yeah. And I tell you what, if Dishette Dowling doesn't work out, Andrew G yeah. could get a job with Clive. Or Steve Dixon's looking for work. Well, and he's he's asked for privacy at this difficult time. And who hasn't been to a strip club, Chris, when they go statewide, eh? And of course, this of course or is the Philippines. Yet another failed candidate from One Nation. And let's face it, all the parties are failing candidates left, right, and centre at the moment. Yeah. Generally, right. But anyway, um, and. Uh, Pauline was in tears again on mainstream media, saying, again. "I'm sick of it." She was on telly again. I'm sick of it. Sick of it. And you, you know why? You know what she's? You know why she's gone wrong? No. She used the exact same company that the Broncos used to recruit Seabold with psychometric testing, Hogan Assessments. Right. I don't know who this shadowy mob is, right. but they are responsible for the One Nation recruitment. They yes. are responsible for the disaster that is the Brisbane Broncos. Yes. They need to be brought to account. Mate, put all that into this pot, this soup that's going to happen at Magic Round in Brisbane. It's exciting times ahead for rugby league and for us. I, I, in, when we're back in a fortnight's time, Stephen, mm. we'll be picking through the entrails and <laughs> it will be forensic. Yes, tasty. Will, and But my main concern... Hot? It might be coronial. Right, okay. Chris Carr, thank you very much. Fire up for another week and we'll see you in two weeks' time post-magic wrap-up, okay? And remember, Stephen, mm-hmm. no one listens to techno. No one listens to techno. They listen to country and western, though. So tune in again next week when we invite a veritable breadline of nobodies and wannabes to flesh out another rip-snorting roundup of rugby league shenanigans, slander and smut right here at the home of radio's most fatuous footy confab. Fire!